0: Uh, if you're going to pay prostitutes to piss on a bed to get revenge on an enemy, then it's more effective to piss on the bed before they sleep in it and after you sleep in it. That's, that's what life has taught me. That's the hard way. Uh, but um, hello and welcome to number five of our bonus mini episode of As It Occurs To Me. I was talking to Ted Codd the other day. I mean, Codd, imagine that being named after a fish. Idiot. LAUGHTER I hardly need to tell you he invented the relational model for database management, proposing an alternative relational storage model based on set theory and predicate logic logic, and the familiar concepts of tables, rows and columns. Try saying that when you're high on glue. Uh, (laughs) LAUGHTER and he calls it A. So, uh, oh, catching on. Uh, which, given he died in 2003, is quite impressive. But, uh, but dead people listen to podcasts too. They're forced to. That's what hell actually is. Every podcast in the world playing all at once on a loop. Remember, this is just a bonus bit of fun to torment the dead and accompany the proper film series, which will be out later in the year. And uh, actually congratulations Richard. I know I've been critical of
1: the uh, show's popularity, but this is the biggest audience of the run so far tonight. Yeah. 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 We had
0: 300
2: people in yeah, tonight. It's yeah, not yeah, bad. Yeah. And the final show on uh, 12th of February it might just sell out. Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah. We're just getting to the point where we're a popular before we stop it all again yep
0: (laughs) Yep. it's the AI Ottima way Uh, thank you go to leicestersquaretheatre.com to buy tickets or go fasterstripe.com slash AI Ottima. AI Ottima. if you want to buy deep don't do it once though if you want to buy (laughs) if you want to buy DVDs, badges or t-shirts that will help pay for more content or to access the secret channel where you'll get bonus content and get to see longer versions of the completed episodes before they broadcast to the non-paying scum Uh, so clever I've put the advert in the actual podcast so you can't skip it bad luck sure Uh, also I'm on tour with my show, The Best from February through to May. Check out richterterning.com gigs for details. Please come to that because I need to earn some money to make up for the months that I've put into this rubbish for nothing. Uh, so let's see what's occurred since the last show. Heinrich Heimlich died. You know, I spat out my dinner when I heard that news, but the... Um The good news, it means the herring manoeuvre becomes top manoeuvre whose inventor is still alive. Bang! Yeah. The herring manoeuvre, of course, is a sporting tactic where you get way behind in a game in order to lure your opponent into a false sense of security and then come back and win. Uh, It came when I noticed that in tennis, it's always the player who wins the final point who wins the game. So why bother trying on all the other early points, which don't count for anything? Just wait till the last point and win that. Bang! Herring manoeuvre. But, uh... Rest in peace, Heimlich, or rest whilst having your torso pumped continuously in the hope that it will bring you back to life, whatever you prefer.
2: Christmas deaths. Uh,
0: 2016 finished as it began by dispatching much-loved celebrities, especially over Christmas, with the Grim Reaper seemingly aiming for a 12 Days of Deathmas new song, with uh, Rick Parfitt on Christmas Eve, George Michael on Christmas Day, Liz Smith, then uh, Carrie Fisher, followed the next day by her mum, Debbie Reynolds, on the 28th. I think Debbie Reynolds' mum must have been shitting it on the 29th, eh? But, uh, (laughs) She must be okay, because there was nothing on the news about it. So that, that at least that curse is, bro, that line of curses broken. Last of the Summer Wine. And it was the 44th anniversary of the first episode of Last of the Summer Wine. What's remarkable about that is, given it was about old codgers, Peter Salis, who was one of the main characters in the first episode, is still with us. And given he survived the cull of love celebrities in 2016, that means he will never die. Now, he is now immortal. Either that or he's just hanging on for Ian Lavin to, to die so he can be the king of the last surviving members of much love sitcoms. That is. The worst thing about realizing that Salis got that part is uh, he got the part in Last of the Summer Wine when he was 51. One years old. One year older than I am. (laughs) I'm one year away from being allowed to be in last of the summer wine if they bring it back. Uh, President Trump. And yeah, it's hard to believe the furious orange could get any worse, but... um, (laughs) This month has uh, been the most extraordinary yet. Um, His utter inability to allow any negative comment to go unrebuked on Twitter is astonishing. Hitting out at war heroes, beloved actors, and John Lewis, a black civil rights activist who was sent to prison in the 60s for using a whites-only toilet. When John Lewis went to the toilet, he was sent to prison. When Trump goes to the toilet, Russian prostitutes make a fortune. That's the, the basic difference. We really need Jesus to say something negative about Trump to see what he tweets then and what Trump will send out on his Twitter feed. Jesus,
3: very overrated as a messiah, very rude to moneylenders, foolish, sad. I tasted some of the wine he made, very watery. Fake wine, fake good news. Can't take it as gospel. Very glad we're putting an end to Jesus's free leprosy curing service. Very dumb. Sermon on the Mount, sad. All talk, talk, talk. No action or results. Nothing for the crowd to shout out and join in with. Come on, all you meek folks, join in. Where my meek folks at?
1: It's more of a sort of... uh, Sort of an impression a painting. (laughs) It's it's not the voice. It's so much as the character that I'm... (laughs) Going for a uh, crooked Jesus. <laughs> nail him up, nail him
0: up, nail him up, and make him pay for the cross. <laughs> you know, at least Jesus only got prostitutes to wash his feet, but now I'm wondering what with. But a uh, bit. <laughs> bizarrely, the only person Trump wouldn't criticise is Vladimir Putin, which, given what people are saying, is a really weird move. Almost like Putin has some kind of hold over him, but then if he did have a hold over him, surely they would attempt some kind of subterfuge, wouldn't they? I'd just like to say that President Putin is fucking awesome, uh, and the, the rumours that he has a film of me in a hotel room, sitting in a high-backed armchair, <laughs> with a semicircular toilet mat, pleasuring myself whilst Russian prostitutes dance for me, they're not true. They're not true.
4: As to me Please, for the sake of everyone, President Putin don't release that tape
0: Look, I spunk on people. That is normal. Yeah, You've got a perfectly good unguent in your penis to defile people with. Don't go for pee. Go for spunk. Spunk on people. That is normal. Uh, but, um... <laughs> Talking to people who enjoy water sports, time to welcome the a Ottoma team. Yeah. <laughs> it's TV's Emma Kennedy, Dan Tetzel, on the guitar, Christian Riley. Yeah. So, TV's Emma Kennedy, what have you been up to since the last recording?
2: Well, uh, I I was tweeted uh, by someone who... I mean, there is a a high chance that they are in the room, but I'm really sorry, I can't remember who it was, but if it is you and you are here, then please pipe up. But he he made a very specific request of me Hmm? that I go on Mastermind and I get precisely half the points you did Hmm. and I win it. (laughs) Uh, So, mission accomplished! Come on! <laughs> Not
0: impressive. Uh, Dan
1: all what have you... Uh, uh, well, I, I, I had Christmas. I don't know if you have... Births. Oh, yes, yeah, You know Christmas? Christmas? Yeah. yeah, Christmas? Yeah. Uh, my mother bought me a, um, a, a, a kit to teach herself picking. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, I, and it suddenly made me think that actually, when the world ends, yeah. as it will uh, quite soon, I should learn some... I've got no skills. I'll, just, I'll be like the first <laughs> to get done by the, like by the raiders or the, yeah. you know, the people ask after the oil and the water. Yeah. I'm de- I'm, I should learn. And then I thought, maybe I should get a backpack and put an axe in it just in case <laughs> yeah. I have to leave the house quickly. And then I'd probably need a torch and a knife. And I should probably get a big knife and a little knife. With to- and then I... then I just stopped drinking
0: (laughs) (laughs) and and went to bed and cried. (laughs) (laughs) Christian, what have you been up to this uh, this
4: week? Like you, I have been overwhelmed by the uh, Trump uh, situation and uh, I've basically been waiting to get the call up for the... Inaugural, do because they're just working their way through every single human being on the planet. And <laughs> uh, you know, when they run out of people, they'll call me and I'll get the gig. So, I, I'm like Rebecca Ferguson, uh, I'm, I've got a song choice that I'm going to insist on. Uh, it's going to be this one. Raindrops keep falling on my head. That's what I paid for when I took you girls to bed. Remember what I said, baby. Have a drink on me, but don't use the ensuite. Drizzle on me, raindrops are falling on my face. My tiny orange hands can't bend off all that spray. Have some more champagne? No, I won't have any. I prefer it when it's filtered through a hooker. Raindrops are falling in my mouth. Wait, is that a camera? Let me put my wig on now. Come on, ladies, crouch. Oh, spend all your pennies. I'm getting a Sammy. My eyes are stinging, but it won't stop me singing because I'm singing in the rain. Just drinking yellow rain what a huge, incredible, tremendous big, fat, beautiful feeling I'm laughing and free cause I'm warm with your pee strange fruit juice dripping from a fuzzy tree
0: Christian Riley he'll be back with another song later on Uh, That we thing, that is obviously not true, Christian. Uh, It can't be, because Trump is a germaphobe who won't even shake hands with people. So that's why he grabs women by the pussy, um, to ensure that none of their germ-filled we can escape. That is... I don't want to go on about Trump, because that's what he wants, but I can't get over him dismissing anything that criticises him as fake news. He's basically just blaming a naughty dog, isn't he? That is not it thats the excuse he's come up with isn't as good as the one I managed when I was five and a chat myself at nursery school, but he should just ditch the fake news thing and go for the naughty dog. No one can argue with the naughty dog.
2: Uh, Mr. Trump, uh, your bed seems to be swamped in urine. It smells to me like the urine of several Russian prostitutes.
3: Nope, I'm going to stop you there. That, 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 no. That's wrong, that's very wrong. During the night, I was, I was doing nothing wrong, just doing my job as best I could, which is the best in the world, and you see, uh, a naughty dog came in, and uh, he, he urinated on the bed.
2: Yeah, so it was a naughty dog. A very
3: naughty dog, yes. What a naughty dog. A naughty dog. He, can get, he can get away with anything.
2: Mr. Trump reports are coming in that President Putin hacked Hillary Clinton's email account in order to gift you the election. Nope, no, no,
3: are you, are you from CNN? Terrible network. If you did your job, you'd know that Putin, he's a good man, he's a great man, he should be the President of the United States. He isn't, no, I am. That, that's right, isn't it? Yes? The emails were hacked by a very, very naughty dog. He, he came into Hillary's house, he got onto her computer, And with his paws, he sent emails to Julian Assange, who is a great guy, by the way. Uh, Hasn't he been accused of rape? He's been accused of some stuff, but he's not guilty, no. He was a naughty dog again, a naughty... Dog, he did that stuff to those women, and then he blamed Julian. It is the dog that should be locked up on the Ecuadorian embassy, not Julian.
2: And and was it this naughty dog who walked in on the Miss World contestants when they were changing?
3: Absolutely, he is a naughty dog. I can't stress that enough. He did that impression of the disabled guy as well. I don't know if you saw the naughty dog doing that. It wasn't me. What a naughty dog. It was not appropriate.
2: Uh, Will the naughty dog be releasing your tax returns?
3: Well, you know, come on, he's a naughty dog. He's not that naughty, you know. Uh, Man's finances are between him and President Putin.
4: As it occurs to me, seriously, we're totally fucked
0: got to laugh though, haven't you? Uh, How can't everyone see the world as being driven off a cliff? I feel like I've got some kind of twilight zone glasses on that only I can see exactly where we're heading. But anyway, in other world fucked up news, uh, I was listening to the Jeremy Vine show before Christmas, which is a bad idea, uh, with Vine as usual making a pretense of being balanced but using a sarcastic voice whenever he was saying something reasonable. Uh, They were talking about recycling. Uh, His callers were mainly furious that recycling companies expected them to wash their baked bean tins before they put them in the recycling bin's because, you know, they have to do that, because otherwise it's too expensive to recycle them. Because that's too much to ask, isn't it? To save the world, to dip a tin in the washing-up bowl for ten seconds. They've gone too far, haven't they, with that? Why should we do that? I'd rather the world was destroyed. Uh, one caller was especially incensed. Uh,
2: Jeremy, uh, Jeremy, I'm not going to wash my baked bean tins. Why should I? The last person I know who washed his rubbish ended up in the mental hospital.
1: So you think it's insane?
2: Well, of course it is. First sign of mental illness to wash your rubbish. And I don't have the time to wash my me, cans.
1: Shouldn't we be trying to
0: save the world,
2: though? Saving the world is a catch-all for everything these days. Yes,
0: yes, good point. Seriously, they said that. Saving the world is a catch all for everything. Like, saving the world is some kind of crazy yogurt knitting liberals, crazy high horse nonsense. It, she can't be expected to wash up a baked bean tin for the world. I mean, what has the world ever done for her? Jeremy Vine didn't even attempt to challenge this, because in today's politically correct world, we have to view people with stupid views as equal to those with valid ones. But if I could turn back Vine, <laughs> thanks to the magic of A.O.T.M.A. I can. If I could turn back fine, what would
4: I
2: do differently? Oh, 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 if I could turn back fine. Jeremy, Jeremy, I'm not going to wash my baked beans. Why should I? The last person I know who washed his rubbish ended up in a mental hospital.
1: Is that true?
2: <laughs> Pardon? Is, that,
1: is, is what you've said there in any way true? What, what was this person's name? Um... It just seems well, unlikely that you know someone who washed rubbish and that was the reason they were institutionalised.
2: Well, 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 no, I mean, that didn't literally happen. Ah, I was just but, making the point that washing your rubbish is the kind of thing a crazy person would do. Uh, but
1: not in this case, though, is it? Because there's a reason for washing recycling it's because it's not rubbish. It's going to be used again and you need to wash it, otherwise it can't be recycled.
2: Well, else is maybe, but I don't have time to wash baked bean cans. You don't have
1: time, but you have time to ring up a radio station and complain about <laughs> wasting time washing baked bean tins. Shouldn't we actually be trying to save the world, though?
2: Well, that's all. Saving the world is a catch-up for everything these days.
1: Mate, you a stupid fucking cunt. <laughs> just, honestly, just wash your fucking baked bean tins you prick, you don't deserve to be alive.
4: <laughs> if I could turn back fine, what would I do differently? I'd make him behave like a responsible human being. If I could turn back fine.
0: So, uh, it was New Year's Eve, of course, uh, recently, and I was, uh, on New Year's Eve I was looking forward to seeing Rick Parfitt and George Michael on Jules Holland's Hootenanny. Um... <laughs> I tweeted that joke, some people were annoyed by it. It isn't a sick joke, it's, it's not about them being dead, it's a joke about how the fact that that show, a lot of people don't know, this is recorded weeks in advance, in early December, late November. Uh, lots of people didn't know that, apparently. I'm sorry to spoil the magical illusion of Jules Holland's Nanny, but it's all lies. And that wasn't really Jules Holland on the keyboards in Squeeze, that was your mum and dad. But... Uh, <laughs> In fact, uh, the most tragically sad event of my life, in about uh, 2001, I was invited to the Hootenanny. I went along in early December, as you do, had a great time, and then spent the real New Year's Eve on my own, in my flat, watching myself enjoying New Year's (laughs) Eve on TV. It's genuinely genuinely true. It's perhaps the perfect metaphor for the emptiness of show business. Better than doing a sold-out gig and seeing the exuberant audience vanish into the night as I headed off to drink alone in a Travelodge bar, knowing that a stranger's bogey was on my shower curtain in my room. But it's... (laughs) Let's go back over to Christian Riley for a further song. Thank
4: <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Uh I've also got a backup plan uh, if I, in case I don't get invited to the Trump inauguration. So there's this band playing at the inaugural ball called the Reagan Years, and they do all 80s cover versions. Uh, so I figured I could infiltrate the band and play this one. You got it tough with all these lip toms trying to bring you down. Yeah, I mean, all you did was impersonate a disabled guy. You went, I don't remember. It was really funny. What well, can you see? What I'm doing? I'm saying the opposite of what I actually think. It's a rhetorical technique In case you don't know what I mean I'm calling you a cunt, cunt! I'm calling you a cunt I'm calling you a cunt, cunt! I'm calling you a cunt, yeah! Oh, I'm just kidding, I don't think you're a cunt Aside, I think you are You see, it's that's a fun me think simultaneously. It's fact, like that time you said Obama was the literal founding member of ISIS, and then said you were only being sarcastic, and then after that you said you actually meant it. You are Schrodinger's cunt, cunt! You are not, not a cunt! You are not, not, not a cunt, cunt! <laughs> A piss drinking cunt. You clack ah! Ah! Oh! Hey now don't feel blue. Impressions are hard to do. Do you wanna hear my impression of you? My impression of you is that you're a cunt! Cunt! You cut juggling thunder cunt! Everybody now, everybody sing along! Cunt cunt! <laughs> We're calling you a cunt! <laughs> That was beautiful. Thank you very
0: much. Chrissy Riley. He's the new Jerry Springer, the opera that isn't it? Uh, be on the front page of The Sun. Uh, if you have enjoyed listening to this, why not come along and see the very last recording of A.A. Ottoma, uh, oh, wow. uh, February the 12th at the Leicester Square Theatre. If you didn't donate to the Kickstarter, sign up for the secret channel, which is going to be packed with extras at uh, gofastastrikecom slash A.A. If you enjoy Christian... Re- Thank you. If you enjoy Christian Riley, uh, you can also buy his CDs and DVDs are there, at slash Christ. There's some of my stuff on gofastestripe.com So Christ to say i've converted someone to christianity <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know uh, if you can't get to london then come and see me doing my show uh, the best details at richthorne.com uh, but as the first part was uh, such a hit last month uh, there's a follow episode of farage in the garage <laughs> the farage in the garage reapparages here it comes <laughs>
4: Hey, what? Come over here. The farage in the garage is about to appear. He's whizzing over to whisk you away. On a fabulous journey he's having today. He's coming.
2: This was no time for play. This was no time for fun. This was no time for games. There was work to be done.
0: All the deep, deep, deep snow. All that snow had to go.
2: When our mother went down to the town for the day, she said... Someone has to clean all this away, somebody, somebody. Usually I'd pay an Eastern European to do it, but now there's
0: none left to see. So she picked out two somebody, Sally and me.
2: Well, there we were, we were working unharried, and then who should come up?
0: But But
2: the the Farage farage in the the garage! Uh Uh-oh, Sally said. Don't you talk to that Farage. That man is a bad one, that Farage in the garage. He plays lots of bad tricks. Don't you let him come near. You know what he did the last time he was here.
1: Play tricks. Laughed the Farage. Oh, my, my. No, no, no. I just want to go in to get out of the snow.
2: But you can't just ignore a massive problem and hope it will go away. I can,
1: and I have, and I will do it again. (laughs) Said the
2: Farage.
1: It's English snow. It should be cleared up by people from this land. Then pick up a shovel and give us a hand. Oh, no. I'm much too important, ambassadorial and grand.
2: But I thought you said you were a man of the people. Well,
1: I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I don't understand how any of you fell for that shit it's, it's like the bus thing and the breaking point poster I mean, how stupid are you, people?
2: So you're going to leave us up to our necks, in it?
1: At least it's just snow At least it's not shit Though, to be fair, I think the shit will be here in a bit I want you to meet a new friend of mine Someone with a lift so golden and fine He's got a gold bedroom, a huge golden tower, and if reports are to to believe, he's even the owner of a golden opportunity to make America great again. His face is orange, and he's got permanent mumps. Hello to you all, I'm the Trump in the dump.
0: And there was the Trump. The The Trump Trump in in the the Dump, dump, sitting on a throne on top of a hump.
2: Made from garbage and
0: bin bags and poopy-filled diapers. And cat shit and dog shit and used baby bum wipers. And the
2: Trump in the Dump looked at
0: us and he said loud and clear, Welcome to
3: America! It was like this when I got here.
2: And he'd set garden sprinklers to shower him like rain. And he
0: laughed as it soaked him again and again.
2: And the Trump shouted out loud,
0: Please listen to this. These sprinklers are not full
3: of Russian prostitute piss.
2: I never said they were. What an odd thing to say.
3: Totally made up facts by sleazebag political operatives, both Democrats and Republicans. Fake news! Russia says nothing exists. Can someone turn up the pressure on this sprinkler of piss? Now Farage in the garage, come kneel neath my throne as I shit in your mouth while stroking my bone.
1: (laughs) What an honour this is! I don't mind if I do. I'm the first UK politician to eat a mouthful of your poo. And I
2: look at the pants of the Trump from the dump and I saw there was a suspicious weird bump like a sticking out dimple, no more than a stump.
3: Oh, don't worry. I got no problems in that department. My cock could fill a New York apartment. Yeah, a big one a very big one bigly,
0: very bigly but as the Trump in the dump revealed his rump and
2: the Farage in the carriage licked his brown undercarriage uh, the uh, oh yeah.
0: oh, oh. there were cameras that someone was capturing the whole sordid Tristan on as Farage got shit on and Trumpy got pissed on and just watching it all with a face like a skull and the merest of grins was the man they call Vladimir Putin the Grinch he
2: hated democracy the whole voting season now Please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason.
0: And Putin the Grinch watched Trump put in his inch and said, I now have some fume of your piss splattered erection. You must
1: do what I say without insurrection or I will be the cause of your swift deselection for I am the Grinch that stole the election. (laughs)
4: Hey, what? Come over here. The carriage in the garage is about to appear. He's racing over to whisk you away on a fabulous journey. He's having today. He's coming.
0: Thanks for listening. One more show. Come and join the party. February the twelfth. See you. Bye bye. Thank You have been listening to because with Richard Herring, Dan, that's Christian Riley,
2: me, TV's It was written by Richard Herring with music by Christian Riley. It was produced by.